0: Hello, and welcome to Spotty Translation, the only anime podcast where half the panel hates anime, but they love puppets, and they love puppets even more this week. Isn't that right, Brian? Kamichiwa! Uh. <laughs> sure, yeah, we'll take that to mean that you love puppets. Yep. <laughs> yeah, we will take you Hi. butchering the Japanese language <laughs> to mean that you mm-hmm. absolutely adore puppets just as I do, because mm-hmm. this week is special. Uh, Once again, if you were to joining us, why uh, is our first question, as always. Uh, Go back and listen to the first five episodes. But uh, we are now on to episode six of Thunderbolt Fantasy, everybody's favorite puppet anime. Um, And this was episode of Seven Comrades, Mm -hmm. which they aren't really feeling like comrades for most of this episode. Yeah,
1: I'm just kind of savoring these episodes because to me, and I don't have the full story for context here, this feels like the start of act two um Mm -hmm. this seems like where act two is beginning and act two is almost always my favorite um in stories especially stories like this and it's already off to a super promising start where nobody trusts each other and everyone hates each other and um i'm waiting for the hulk to start going crazy and Loki to start (laughs) laughing so yep i'm i'm loving this so far
0: yeah actually um my first note for this episode is frozen and phoenix already going at it
1: yep (laughs) that's like literally how the episode begins
0: Yeah, is, uh, basically, uh, Frozen is still upset Mm -hmm. over the fact that, uh, over the fact that Phoenix is now part of the party instead of, uh, he was robbed of his glory in defeating Phoenix in glorious combat. Yep. Uh, which, you know, spoilers here, Frozen would have totally gotten beaten up. Yeah, I
1: appreciate Frozen's complete, like, (laughs) lack of self-awareness that he can't actually win. Like, he seems (laughs) genuinely to believe that he's better than the Phoenix killer. Yeah. Or if he's not, he should die. Like yeah. he deserves to die if he can't kill him, which is an interesting uh, belief.
0: <laughs> yep. Uh, so basically, after all that happened, uh, uh, we learned that uh, the party will be taking a boat across mm-hmm. the lake or or either the river here to get to to get to the Demon Spine Mountains. It takes it takes some, it takes the same amount of time as going by land, but they are less likely to be spotted if they take a boat. Which yep there is a long conversation regarding the fact that they actually bought a boat and they did not rent one and wondering uh, how crow afforded a boat because basically he's the only one who seems who seems to be bankrolling this so it yep. it leads to more questions as to who crow actually is to be able to have the money to afford all of the lodgings the boat everything that they have had so far
1: mhm he is a mysterious mysterious man which is why um uh, Young is questioning everyone, starting with the sniper, why they're doing this and who this, uh, strange Crow fellow is.
0: Yeah, which, which of course the questions, uh, so Sharpshooter, uh, he misinterprets it as basically, uh, Young trying to figure out where his, where his loyalties lie
1: mm-hmm. in
0: relation to Crow, uh, and basically this is when Young begins to be, like, uh, suspected, of basically working for Crow and trying to root out like, you know, like anybody who may not be completely loyal to Crow and the yeah. mission specifically, which you might, which I think that you probably found this interesting, Brian, uh, specifically mm-hmm. Sharpshooter mentions a job mentions, yep. mentions that Crow was here on a job.
1: Exactly. And it's, it's interesting because th- something I like about the show, especially now is the writing always goes like one layer past like, Someone will say something and the person they're talking to hears what they say, but is immediately curious why they're saying it and what their motivations are. Like the whole show is obsessed with motivations of characters and not telling you what those are. And the character is questioning what the other person's motivations are and whether what they say is the actual truth about their motivations. And this episode really highlighted that where um, Young tries to ask uh, the sniper questions and he's just like, yeah, but why do you want to know that? Like, what's your purpose in asking these questions? And I really like that about the writing.
0: Yeah, it's it's definitely a step up from uh the majority of anime to where basically somebody asks a question and then they basically like re- repeat the question in the form of a statement. Yes, whilst, whilst they also like you know like explain in detail who they are and why they're doing this. Yep, which, you most know, anime I, is
1: like a bad morning show interview, <laughs> and it's like
0: yeah, this... but I love it so much. I I absolutely love <laughs> it's it. It's Endearing. Like, I absolutely love it. Like just when a character is basically just like yes. Yes. Uh-huh. Um. Uh, it is I, Young, the man who crosses the wastelands. Like, yes.
1: <laughs> <laughs> yeah. This is this has got a little more subtlety to it. This conversation was yeah. great showing you that.
0: Yeah. Uh. Which of course at this point, uh, we learn that Sharpshooter is suspicious of Young, specifically because he claims to have crossed this fabled wasteland of spirits. Mm-hmm. Uh. Which we learn that basically many men and many men and uh, like, you know, like um, I mean, like um, uh, and heroes like especially have lost their lives. Uh, just upon setting foot into it. And the idea of somebody crossing it is just the most unbelievable thing ever.
1: Yep. And then we also learn when uh, Crow shows up and starts uh, he starts explaining why this barrier existed in the first place, which I thought was really interesting. Mm-hmm. This idea that these two nations whose names I cannot remember. Um, uh, but- the
0: nations of Dongli and Shioh.
1: Yes, the nation basically where they are now and where Young came from was separated by basically a demonic barrier a long time ago. And no one was it 200 years ago?
0: I believe it. I think was it was it longer.
1: 200. Yes. So it's yeah. been separated by a while, but I thought it was interesting because uh, Crow actually believes the story of Young because he speaks their language, but has a distinct accent. Um, Which is the mark of the nation they split from because apparently 200 years wasn't long enough for them to change languages, but it was long enough for them to adapt different accents to the languages.
0: Right, yeah. I mean, it's actually very similar um, to sort of like um, uh, a North Korea and a, a South Korea thing to where they basically speak the same language. Yep. But there is but there is some very subtle differences.
1: Mm-hmm. I really like that subtlety and how he used it as a clue to find out where he is from. That was a really good touch. Just They they yeah. put thought into those kind of things, which I feel a lot of similar shows or fantasy just kind of hand wave on.
0: Yep. Uh, which, at this point, we now are on the boat traveling to our... Mm-hmm. Uh, traveling to Demon by Mountains, and Young goes down to speak to Knight, uh, basically trying to figure out who Crow really is, and... Knight also suspects that Young is working for him by asking yep. her questions
1: exactly and I like how she's like, oh, this must be your plot. Let me offer you some suggestions on how to do it and he's like, that's not what I'm trying okay yeah mm-hmm. that was a fun conversation.
0: yeah, yeah so basically uh, we learned we basically learned there that um that basically she wants the sword and this is basically the like easiest way for her to get it is basically yep. by working with by working with crow so uh you know i mean she has made uh it no secret that she that she hates crow and that she probably uh-huh. would love to kill him at her first chance but for now she will work with him to get what she wants yep. which we assume is the sword but we will find but yep. uh, we will soon see
1: something else i like about these series of conversations is they each kind of show how the person he's talking to thinks you have the first um one he talked to Um, the sharpshooter, who thinks very much in terms of military and war. So he's like, what's your objective? How are you a threat to me? How I am paranoid about this. I need to protect myself type of thoughts. Very survivalist. And then he talks to the demon, um, Knight, who's very logical and rational about it. Like, what's your scheme? What do you want to get? What are your motivations? And what's the most logical way to approach them? But she doesn't seem to understand any like human or abstract motivations that could be out there, like trust or loyalty or whatnot she's just focused entirely on kind of the rational um self-interest and then he talks to um kingfisher kingfisher who has a completely the, different perspective yeah
0: yeah this is this is i think one of the best uh, moments in this episode is basically speaking with her just because uh i mean to be blunt she is incredibly naive incredibly yes <laughs> Because she basically is, uh, she basically is like, oh my god, so many people just want to help me. Everybody uh-huh. here, every everybody in this group is just so nice, and they're just going <laughs> to do all the best for me. Crow yep. is just on the level, and I love yep. him, and he's just so kind.
1: She's like and... your grandmother, and it's like, this nice man emailed me and wants to help me with my bank account. And so I just <laughs> sent him over my information, he's taking care of it all. And it's like, it's the equivalent.
0: <laughs> yeah, uh. Which at this point, though, actually the the a, a, a fun thing here is basically to, to where Kingfisher asks Young um, if she believes that people are good, mm-hmm. or well, you know, like rather if he believes that people are good, and he says that and and he and he says that he would love to believe that, but he just but like you know, knowing based upon his own personal like you know like experiences, he can't believe that, as well as the fact that she you know asked him if he believes the people here are good and yeah. and then he says that and and then he says that there are no good people on this yeah boat.
1: i love the quote where he she asked him if he thinks people are good and he's like there are individuals i admire but yeah. none of them are on this boat and i just like yeah. that's a great quote uh because it, it hints that there are other people in his life and other people he's not a complete cynic but he is a yeah. complete cynic about this group which i think was a great distinction to make for him
0: right yeah i mean i i i, I think it's fair uh to be cynical regarding oh, yeah. this group, he's smart. I like him. Yeah,
1: he's a good guy. Uh,
0: but um, young, did, like you know, young did feel that the group probably wouldn't be able to, like you know, work well together, specifically mm-hmm. because it seems that everybody uh, distrusts one another. But uh, in the morning, we see that uh, basically Bones predicted that that like they would be taking a boat across the river, and so basically all the goons are waiting for them along with Huntress and Mm -hmm. the other guy that I forgot to get his name. Oh, (laughs)
1: yeah. Lackey dude. Yeah. Yeah. uh,
0: (laughs) He is Diao Ming, uh, Chou Mei, and that name translates to Withered Life. Okay. So that is him, and he is there along uh, with Hunters. I'll just call him Wither, I guess. Uh, (laughs) Although he's not super important in this episode or even in the entire series. So so basically at this point... um, you know, this is our first real test as a team to do combat uh, mm-hmm. with a large force. And at, at basically at the very start, uh, Phoenix is like, well, I could, but I don't want to. So instead, I'm just basically going to go frozen into fighting by basically telling him that if he takes out the two generals, he basically will like, you know get the honor for beating me. Yep. And that just works immediately. <laughs>
1: mm-hmm. oh, of course.
0: He, frozen <laughs> is a simple man. So basically, frozen runs across the runs across the river, begins uh-huh. killing people, and then basically it's like, well, you know, we only have one person; we probably could just need some more. Which at this point, then Knight uh, offers to use her necromancy, but she needs somebody to get mm-hmm. uh, the uh, to get uh, the charms, as it were, uh, the, yeah. the the spell paper over onto the corpses. Yeah. And so that's when sharpshooter agrees to shoot them. Yeah. Over out the
1: corpses. Something I really like about this whole fight scene is how much it establishes the limits of each character. Like, they're, they're all incredibly powerful, but the show seems to t- stick to very specific rules about how they're powerful. Like, she's no good until there are corpses around. She can't just blow people up with fireballs and stuff. She's like, she needs corpses to turn into... Uh, you know necromantic warriors and she does that by using the arrows from sharpshooter and frozen wonder um can't do that meteor walking thing and i don't know they're they're very good at like establishing the limits of each character and kind of knowing what rules to work with for each of them
0: but at this point though as we see knight when she begins to cast her spell she finally gives us Her, she, yeah, like, she finally gives us her, like, soliloquy. So, without further ado, take it away, Brian.
1: The song of the demon is like poisonous honey, soothing the souls of the night and seducing the bodies of eternal sleep. Just as the living dance with delight, so too do the undead sway with grace. For those who live within the exquisiteness of the netherworld, none can grasp human language, only that of the moonlight. That was a long one.
0: Yeah, that probably, I'm pretty sure this, I'm pretty sure that that is the longest one.
1: Yeah, that's a crazy one. It went on forever. It yeah. was quite creepy. Uh,
0: but I can confirm uh, right now mm-hmm. that basically every character will have one by the end.
1: That is cool. Who have we seen so far? We've seen hers. We've seen the sharpshooters. We've seen uh, Phoenix Killer. We've seen yeah. Bones. Mm-hmm. We've not seen Young. Nope, nope. We have not seen Crow nope we have not we've seen frozen or not we have not seen frozen not seen frozen have we seen um the lady the girl i don't think so
0: um uh, kingfisher yeah yeah uh, we have not seen hers either all right
1: so it kind of makes you wonder like when that'll come i mean it makes me wonder you know but it makes me wonder (laughs) (laughs) like in what scenario those will come up because they typically come at turning points for the characters uh, or, like when they reveal their power or something like that,
0: yeah, um which at this point, though, I actually do like the bit to where basically uh sharpshooter tells or either like um says to Phoenix that basically uh, he knows how to how how to motivate the young and that perhaps he should like you know take on a student of himself, and then Phoenix is just like, well, I can't really do that because you know, as soon as I see somebody like you know like um uh, with any kind of potential, I want to kill them. <laughs>
1: Exactly. I like how he knows his own, you know, his own problems well enough to be like, It's just not practical. I'll end up murdering every student as soon yeah. as they're any good. So yeah, I like that.
0: Uh which at this point though, uh is when Phoenix basically meteor walks as it as it were, mm-hmm. across the lake in a single leap. Yep. uh and ends up there and basically um uh tells Frozen that until he like you know knows how to Phoenix walk, he has he has no business fighting yeah, like, you know, like he has no business fighting off, um, uh, the uh, you know like
1: fighting off of the generals. Yep, and then he proceeds to murder one of them. And
0: then he proceeds to immediately murder Huntress. <laughs>
1: yep, just she's Nope. So far, no one has even like crossed blades with him. They just die, um, even incredibly powerful people. So,
0: yeah, uh, which with her dead, uh, it seemingly is uh, you know, we have we have the bad guys on the ropes, as it were. But mm-hmm. then a giant, uh. Explosion happens that gets rid of all of these zombies. Yep. And then Bones shows up.
1: Yep. And Which, that was and the end. We were
0: not, yeah, and that was the end with him just saying that this is a twist of fate.
1: Yep, this is a cliffhanger. Phoenix versus Bones. Who's more powerful? <laughs> we really don't know. All Who we've is seen more is more that powerful. both of them blow people up. <laughs> <and murdering them>. <laughs> <laughs> so not really a way to measure that yet
0: yeah uh so yeah brian what did you i mean i mean like you have you know like uh you have mm-hmm. you have touched upon a bit of it during the synopsis part but uh, what'd you think of this one now that we're like you know like properly yeah.
1: on the quest this so i thought last episode was my favorite i might like this one even more like this show just keeps getting better like the last episode had a fantastic scene but i thought like just this whole episode i was completely engaged with it from the beginning to the end like all of it was super interesting to me um I liked every conversation. It had a fantastic fight scene. Um, I don't know. It just. I feel like it's really showing what the show is capable of uh, from pretty much every aspect. It just seemed like a very well-rounded episode.
0: Yep. Yeah, I mean, uh, yeah, I mean like this one definitely, uh, it, is, it is one of my favorites only due to, uh, this is sort of when the show begins to really get into, like, the really good dialogue and sort yes. of like the really in like the really good conversations because mm-hmm. like because like you know like when you first watch this and rather like you know like and for me also just when I first watched this, um I was I, I was very much just assuming that like, you know, this would be just sort of, you know, like an action show. Yep. And then it basically turns into this just like incredible like I mean like, you know, there is still lots of uh, really good action, uh-huh. but a lot of it is just talking. But yeah It's just sort of like, you know, like, you know, as we were talking about, you know, like before, uh, compared to a lot of what we see, you know, like an anime, uh, conversation is not its strong point. Like, you you aren't, you aren't, you aren't like, you know, I, you know, like, you aren't really watching, like, you know, I mean, like with a lot of anime, I'm not watching it to like, you know, see conversations to see characters. I'm watching it to sort of see like big ideas and big concepts. Yes,
1: exactly. Yeah. And I think this works super well for that because like they... The first act is setting up the character archetypes, and I thought, okay, they're just kind of shallow, basic, fun characters. You have the kind of devil may care mercenary. You have the kind of manipulating wizard. You have the innocent girl. But they're taking those archetypes, and they're making them consistent, but they're doing stuff with them, and they're going places with them, and they're putting them in interesting situations and challenging the way they think and making them question each other instead of everyone just behaving exactly the same way you would expect a fantasy party to behave. So that's super cool, and I'm enjoying that a lot. Uh, And I went through this episode and realized at the end of it that I'm genuinely interested in every character of the party. Like there isn't one that I'm just like, (laughs) but you're just kind of there as dead weight. Like they're all genuinely interesting. And I'm actually curious where they're going in depth and what they're going to do and what their motivation is. So it's doing a really good job.
0: Uh, it'll be so sad when everybody dies and Brian, won't, and Brian won't know what to do with himself. Yeah,
1: it's going to be bad. <laughs> <laughs> I expect it. I expect it. I mean, the only, <laughs> okay, the one I'm going to be really sad about is when the protagonist dies. Like, he's he's great. <laughs> the rest of them, I, I have accepted their fates. But, <laughs> yeah, I'm going to oh, be real bummed if gonna, Young doesn't. It's,
0: it's going to be really interesting seeing it just... Yeah, just seeing like your reaction to to just how all this shakes yep. out because yep. cuz uh we aren't we aren't we aren't quite yet to the train yet. And mm-hmm. by train I mean basically when the plot just like just basically like takes off at at, at like at, uh-huh. at yeah, at like at like full speed and just Everything's still really just like yeah, and just sort of like yeah, because we're basically still on the quest. Mm-hmm. We have not reached um the goal. Yeah. Because I can say this right now. I don't. I don't think that. I don't. I don't think that this is a spoiler because you probably already know this. Mm-hmm. Uh, reaching, reaching the goal, reaching the castle, as it were, is, is not, the uh, not the end by by a long shot. Yeah,
1: I. That's. I. I'm so curious, partially because I just honestly don't know what's going to happen, and that's exciting to me. <laughs> um, so I know some episodes are just going to open with me yelling. Why did that happen, Zach? Why do you have to die? And you're like, well, we kind of have to do the synopsis. And I'm like, I don't want to. I want the. Why do you have to die? (laughs) We'll see. Um, But yeah, thumbs up to this episode. It just keeps getting better.
0: Yeah. Uh, So for the segment this week, uh, I do want to speak uh, to. So basically, sort of, I guess one of the themes you could say about this episode is the theme of. Distrust the idea of basically everybody doesn't trust everybody else, Mm -hmm. Uh, and you basically have a bunch of motivations going around that, like you know, nobody really knows exactly what, like you know, like, like you know, like like what, like everybody else wants, right? Uh, And so I kind of want to get your feelings on sort of like how how this show has already like you know set up the party Mm -hmm. and set up how they work together, uh, despite nobody trusting each other. You know, compared to your favorite book, Lord of the Rings, uh, Uh as well as, you know, sort of like, you know, like sort of like questing fantasy in general, to Mm -hmm. where I feel that, you know, like, generally speaking, you you, like, you know, you do want to have the conflict, Mm -hmm. like, you know, like among the party members, but you also do want them to, at least on some level, like each other, and maybe at least, like, you know, trust each other somewhat.
1: Yeah, I think this is, to me, like, the strength of this episode and the strength of the show at this point, because I love that Distrust. Like that to me makes these parties so much more so similar. That's why Avengers, I think, was a really great movie because of that act two where everyone was, you know, falling apart and getting on each other's cases because it tests the personalities. It pushes them to their boundaries. And often I think the trope is more of to have one character that you distrust. And that's kind of what Lord of the Rings did. Like, Boromir was the one you distrusted, and that kind of
0: and then yeah, and then and then he also like you know like just kill him off in like yeah, like in the first book. Exactly, and then it's everything's
1: (laughs) okay again. Uh you're not really distrusting any of the fellowship after that. But this does I remember I was saying in one of the early episodes, I'm like, I'm curious who the Boromir is going to be, and the answer is everyone. It's like (laughs) every party member you have a reason to distrust. Like Frozen Wonder seems so egotistical and obsessed that he could turn on anyone at any point. Like he's a hair trigger. He's he's funny, but you can't trust him. And like, then you've got a demon. You've got a like war veteran who seems to outright paranoid. Like the only one that you can like trust is the uh, is Kingfisher. And you also can't really trust her because she might not do something outright malicious, but she's pretty stupid. So like, yeah. she can still so <laughs> mess up horribly. So like, yeah, you other you're left in the position with this protagonist of like you can't rely on anybody, and you feel if you do rely on anyone, you're making a mistake. Because that person might just turn around and mess everything up, so I think this show does it really well because it instead of just making here's the funny character, here's the noble character, here's the distrustful character. It's like everyone is shades of all of that, and you don't know uh you don't know how much to trust any of them,
0: yeah, which I mean like I actually do really like, especially how this one points it out because you know like as we mentioned uh. Basically, at a point, Young wonders how the group is actually like you know going to work together in fights, and then basically at at like no like at the end when Phoenix and Frozen are like you know both fighting together, and like and like you know like like you know like it's obvious that those two like you know don't like each other, and it's obvious that like you know those two do not like you know like like you know they do not you know like trust each other, and they are not like you know fighting as a team, and yet somehow it's working out to actually were crow was basically just like see they're yeah. a team they're working together aren't i great at picking teammates exactly
1: and, <laughs> and and i love how kingfisher was just like they're wonderful they're all friends and it's just like <laughs> i mean yes but and and it kind of goes back to like you look back and you're like okay crow's really smart because he knows each individual member well enough to identify what is their motivation and how can i play those off against each other um, yeah. and how can I keep all of them just motivated enough to work together? It's not that frozen likes Phoenix. It's that Phoenix is able to compete with him and get frozen to, to act. And, and similarly, yeah. frozen gets uh, Phoenix to act because Phoenix doesn't want to get stayed uh, upstage and the demon wants the sword back. So like, it's not because anyone likes each other that anyone is here. It's because he's played their individual self-interests off each other, which is really cool.
0: Yeah, I mean that 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 sort of is kind of like this show has uh it has really like upped my standards I guess. Uh-huh. For, like, you know, kind of like you know, to like you know, sort of like what I'm looking for, um in like a party quest kind of narrative. Mm-hmm. Uh to where to where like it's no longer really enough for me just to have characters who like, you know, work all together or like, you know, who may have, you know, like who like, you know, may have, you know, like who may, you know, have like have like um uh some issues or, like, mm-hmm. you know, he may have, you know, like, some distrust or whatever. But, like, I now, like, want, like, everything to have to where, like, each character's, like, personality feeds into the other characters. And it's not, and, like, it's not this, you know, like, well, you know, like, and it's, it's not this, like, well, like, you know, like, maintained, like, machine mm-hmm. so much as it is just... Like everything feeds into each other yeah. to the point to where like it basically like gives you the illusion that it's working.
1: Exactly, it's just a bunch of intricate things playing off each other. But if one of them was to go a little awry, it would all fall apart. It's not just like they have this perfect trust built up with each other, and the distrust is an exception.
0: Yeah, yeah, yeah. Yeah, It's, it's uh, super. Cool. Yeah, this is this is this is definitely I think the turning point uh, in, in the series because from yeah because from now on. Uh, we are we are we will have to be doing the challenges that were mentioned uh, Uh to to actually to uh, you know get up the mountains and uh the challenges will definitely put uh the trust between yeah uh, like you know like everybody to the to basically the basically to like the breaking point
1: yeah how are they going to trust each other there are just so many problems like as soon as he plays the flute what if he tries to kill um crow and it's like there are (laughs) so many yeah there are so many little little things that are going to require them to like put themselves out there a lot more than they have up to this point. So far, they've just been walking. That doesn't require yeah. that much trust. <laughs> and even then, they've almost killed each other.
0: Yep. So, Brian. Yes. I believe that you have a haiku for me. I
1: do have a haiku. Let me pull up it in my haiku document here. <clears throat> it
0: better not be a table. <laughs>
1: <laughs> he is quite scary and likes to kill people lots. His name is of death.
0: Hmm. So I believe that you're trying to throw me off here. Uh-huh. Uh huh. Because there are two people who like to kill people lots. Uh huh. But you say his name is of death, so I want to say Bones of Creation?
1: You were right! I was trying to yeah! get you to guess Phoenix Killer, <laughs> but you <laughs> saw through me. <laughs> so you're now four to two. Um, awesome. So four out of six. You're doing pretty well now. Yeah. You're seeing through my ploys. Um, I
0: am seeing through your clothes. Yeah, the intent
1: of that was to bring up two characters, but have a slight hint at which of the two I was uh, going for. So, good job.
0: Yep. So, uh, as always, thank you for listening, everybody. Mm-hmm. Uh, next week, we will, or or either two weeks. Or, all right. Yep. We, yeah, like, you know, like, yeah. Unless something weird and crazy <laughs> happens to our schedule and gets everything off. But in two weeks from now, uh, we, we will be coming to episode seven, which is the Demon Spine Mountains.
1: Ooh. The quest begins.
0: Yes, the quest begins for realsies. I mean, assuming now. that
1: what's his name doesn't kill everybody, Bones doesn't kill <laughs> everyone, which I'm half expecting.
0: Well, uh, you see, it's actually from now on, it's actually like you know, like um uh, the ghost of everybody. You no, know, they just resurrect to, like, the, get the get corpses. What's her yeah, name? Yeah. Night just brings yeah. everyone back from the dead. Yep. <laughs> yep.
1: Yeah. Uh, all right,
0: but yep, that's the
1: next episode. Stay yeah. tuned everybody
0: yep uh you can always watch uh the show over at crunchyroll mm-hmm. or unofficial our official, official sponsor. Uh, yeah mm-hmm. uh-huh. they they sponsor us every week and by that i mean i just watch a lot of anime through them yep uh and i watch a lot of which, ads which <laughs> which i will say that um if you are um uh into into the anime scene more than just you know like uh, you know more uh more more than just puppets, the summer season has started, and there's a mm. lot of good stuff this summer. What's the best so, thing
1: so far this summer?
0: Uh, I would say that for me personally, I've not, I have not watched everything. Uh, mm-hmm. there's, there's a show called Made in Abyss that I've not watched yet. That that's, that like seems to be the clear favorite. Okay. So far this the season, but for me personally, the best thing I've seen this uh, season was probably uh. What was it uh, I actually need to Attack look now on Titan. I, uh, no, that was also last season. Oh, okay. Yeah, um the best thing so far this season was probably uh wow, I have no idea. <laughs> <laughs> okay. Uh oh, I will I'll just say something real quick. Right? you? Uh, like. yeah. yeah, uh Nezuko trap. There you okay. go. Just go watch that. That that one's fun.
1: Okay. We I will not do that, but hopefully our listeners yeah. well. Yeah. Cool. So but that should yeah, do
0: it. Uh, yeah. As always, thank you, Brian. Thank of course. For putting up
1: with this show. It's great. Uh, <laughs> it's just getting better. I am I am officially happy. I well, have signed on.
0: Well, see that show. I am I, I'm happy that you're liking. I'm meaning by this show. I'm meaning. Uh, oh, Spotty T. Oh, sure. Yeah. yeah. I'll, I'll tolerate. <laughs> thank <it>. you for, <laughs> <laughs> you're just like mad. I love that. I love fantasy. But Spotty T, whatever. <laughs>
1: Hey, it got me to watch it, so. Yeah,
0: exactly. But yeah, thanks. But yes, thank you, Brian. Mm-hmm. And thank you, listeners. And as always, the trademark sign off.
1: Mm-hmm.
0: May your translations always be spotty. Kamichiwa. Oh,
1: jeez. <laughs> I mean, sayonara.